What up, everyone? Welcome to the Spotlight Podcast, Run 4. I am inside. I am joined by my homie, Mex. Yo, what up, everybody? We're here at Numero 4, the Spotlight. We're keeping it going for you guys. Uh, so, yeah, you know, we got another great show planned for you guys today. And we have a special guest in the building representing Supreme Beings and Ground Zero crew. Go ahead and introduce yourself. What's going on, people? People uh, are here. Uh, just chilling, enjoying time right now. Uh, ready to share any questions or anything. So let me know. Oh, cool. Good to have And you definitely got to tell us your history. Yeah, yeah, for sure. All right. So, cool, cool, cool. So, Roberto, what do we have? What's our first topic of the day? Uh, we had a topic lined up, but I think we made, we uh, we came up to the line of scrimmage and called an audible based on what we saw across one post in our Q&A, which I thought was a great topic. You thought was a great topic. Uh, um, I love it. So I think we should just dive straight into that. Yeah. Well, before we do that, you know, we got to give a shout out to Cross One because, yo, that's the man right there. Freestyle session. We've done incredible things in our community almost for the last 20 years. So first off, Cross, thank you for even having the interest in asking such questions. And second, thank you for everything you keep doing for us, brother. Appreciate it. Word. And um, we did get a few other questions, which we will dive into as in well. In the Q&A. Correct. And um, so I'm going to go ahead with, and Cross, is, it wasn't really a question. It was more of kind of a topic that I think we all wanted to touch on. And that topic is views on regional styles of back in the day versus the style of now where it's all sort of mixed up and he points out a few areas in the world still have hints of their own style but not many and um, I think that is a great point to bring up especially for the younger generation that didn't get to experience a less watered down style uh, next do you want to go ahead and Started. Off, yeah. I mean, what can I say? It's, it's true. It's 100% true. Everything has changed. Everything has, you know, when before it was like, yeah, like you could see someone break and be like, yo, that guy's from Miami. Yeah. Yo, that guy's from New York. And that's you how distinct it was, like city-wise. Yeah, the it was style really in Miami point, was you know? very different yeah. from the style in Orlando and yeah. even Tampa. Um, I mean, you didn't have to go that far to see different yeah. styles. Well, back then, basically, you only had your major cities that really had those relevant styles. Like example, like I mentioned New York, you know, and you had, uh, well, I would say the Texas style because Texas, yeah, Texas had in itself, you know, they had their own style. style. Obviously, like you said, Miami had their own style, but Central Florida had their own style. You know, with what Skillmetics was doing, whatnot. they were inspiring a lot of people here. The LA style, even different than the Frisco style. And then you had the Seattle style. So you had all these places, like Chicago, Chicago had their own style. So you had all these different bigger cities in the United States really living that major influence within their city. I feel that part of it was because when Breaking came back, these kids brought it up on themselves to be like, hey, you know, it's like, I always like to say that it was the mid-90s generation, like 94, 93, 95 generation that kind of like sparked Breaking to come back all over again. It was those kids. And it was just a different era. It was just different kind of individuals. And they took it very prideful, you know. They wanted to represent their city. They wanted to put everything on the map, and they wanted a certain look to what they were doing. Obviously, they came because of new talent. You get I me? Mean? Yeah. Whether it's now, it's like, oh, I just want to do what it takes to win as many breaking competitions. You know, I just want to say, hey, look at me. So you're telling me that this is the lot, the list of moves that I want, that I need to get to win, and that's whack, you know? Because it's like, come on, guys, like. There's something about the way it was that it's always going to be so much more beautiful. This is what I tell the kids. There's a big difference between, say, you and I, or you and even someone older than me. You can tell me what you've done and what you've experienced. I, I saw you do that. 
but you can never tell me or them what they saw and what they were experiencing. You get what I'm saying? Because they know that then and they also know that now. You feel me? So it separates them because so much knowledge, so much history that these kids nowadays don't know and don't really care to know. And obviously, you gotta talk about the internet. Because, yeah, that was you know, a big part of it. That yeah, is what pretty much watered everything down. I mean, sometimes I, I go overseas and I'm like, yo, these kids. I was talking to my homeboy and I told him that he's from France. And I'm like, yo, you French guy, you say true to yourself. That's dope. And now he was like, what do you mean? He's like, yeah, I can tell you're from France. And then I point out these Israelis over there. And I'm like, you see those guys over there? They're, they're as American as any American. The way they dress, the way they walk, the way they do their hair, everything about them is like, look at me, I want to be American. Yeah, I get it, it's hip hop, but sometimes I feel you should still look true to your own culture because you do have a culture outside of you, you know? You just bringing hip hop into that culture that brought you up. But that's just my view, you know what I'm saying? And yeah, like, I don't like it because also with everybody looking the same, it's like, man, back in the days, it was like a style war. It was like, yo, LA style versus Miami style. Brian, Brian had some heated battles because of that. Because it was a rivalry thing. It was that East Coast, West Coast thing, you know? Nowadays, if the West Coast is coming, they're like, hey, buddy, you're coming to Miami? Cool, we'll battle together. Because we share the same philosophy. Like I told you, that whole Lego style. I don't like that. Because people need to be true to themselves and true to their cities and true to their roots and true to their environment. So all you young kids, go back to your roots of your city, find out who the heavy hitters and what they were doing. If you have access to them, ask them why, and really just try to say to yourself, you know what? Maybe I want to be the new guy that puts my city with our approach, with our mentality, with our history back on the moon. Right. All right. What they, uh, what I feel that uh, the the youth uh, don't, you know, that doesn't understand is that. When uh when the early 90s boys, mid 90s, I'm a late 90s boy, like 98, 99. <clears throat> it was all about one thing, yes, respect, but also being remembered. You know, you you wanted to be remembered. You wanted to go to a jam and and, and do something crazy or battle somebody that was really dope. Reason being, you want people to talk about it. You, you know what I'm saying? It's kind of like creating your own legend. I I I recently talked about that with some some younger guys and. I guess they didn't understand because for them now is all about how many jams they can get under their belt and they feel that they will be remembered or you know praised or whatever whatever but in reality I see it like this some of the best b-boys that changed the game and the most influential never won them that many jams and that's what people the kids don't understand like you know put it this way Everybody does uh, this move. Everybody does this move. Uh, it's called the leg wrap. Now I did a I did a, a, a workshop not so long ago, and I asked that question. I said, "Hey, does anybody know what a leg wrap is?" Everybody looked at each other. Uh, I, I don't know. And it's that Migas move. You know that Migas move that you put your foot down and you wrap this leg and you go under yeah. it. Right? Nobody really even knew the name of it. And it's like, okay, then how how do you do something and you don't know nothing about it? You know, at least learn about it. You know, but it's a little bit of ignorance, and 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 it's and you know everything is focused competition based. You know, I, I believe that that's the difference. You know, like a a person like Lego, or let's say you know uh, uh, Energetic or Ruin, they were doing it because they just wanted respect. They're go they're gonna come in and they just say, hey, I'm gonna take this guy out. Why? You're not gonna win anything. 
oh, but no, but dudes are gonna recognize me for that. They're gonna, they're gonna remember me. So why not take that chance? That's such a, that's such a kind of dead mentality. You don't see that nowadays. Yeah, so, definitely. And I mean, you guys touched on all the points that I was gonna make. So let, let me be a devil's advocate and say, do you, don't you guys think maybe, um, and I'm asking myself this too, don't you think this is kind of like an early stage of progression where like, all right, everyone kind of comes together, they bring everything that they've learned to like the table, the table being the two, and everyone sees what everyone's doing and they kind of take it and they try to take it to the next level. And now like, this is where breaking kind of evolves. Now we've all kind of come together in the same forum and now we're moving forward, kind of bringing everyone's idea together. And now we see the new styles because a lot of b-boys that we're probably enjoying watching them break our products of knowing what they're doing in Japan, knowing what's going on in Cali, knowing what's going on in Canada, knowing what they're doing in Miami. And they're probably from uh, Belgium or Ukraine or just a small scene that probably would have never got exposure to all these different styles. So maybe there there goes that b-boy and maybe he, he did come up watching a lot of footage and through that footage he, he or she got inspired and they saw how they wanted to approach the dance and through that they kind of took it to the next level so in that sense is it something that we should entirely resist or maybe just you know cherish the days that we had where it was a little more pure and um everything you guys kind of described which was a lot of fun i missed that to be honest and kind of embrace the new do you think there's some sense to that yes and no yes because what you say is true you know obviously you need things you need you need visuals to kind of grow but i always tell people in my opinion this is my opinion about the skill is the knowledge. You get what I'm saying? Because eventually, example, one day you could be the best and the next day you gotta come back. I don't know, I hope that doesn't happen to anyone. You know what I'm saying? But you can always inspire just by words. Words inspire a lot. You can just, there's so much knowledge out there. Like when we had Victor, Victor, he, he said it. He was like, yeah, you know, I listen to like Ken Swift, I listen to like Ness, I listen to so-and-so. Guess what? He said I listened to, he didn't just say I watch. Because he didn't want to be like them, but he did want to learn from them. Maybe he didn't have them in person, but YouTube provided that outlet for him to actually listen and learn. And then he went and applied. You feel me? I feel that a lot of these young kids, that, that's what they need to do. They, they, if they apply as much as they apply their physical to their mental, they will get even better. Sometimes I tell people, have we really evolved? Uh, I don't know. Some have. But for the most part, you see a lot of these kids that can't do what some of those guys in the 90s were able to you know what I'm saying? And I always love seeing the, the early 80s break dancers. I'm not gonna call them B-boys, like the break the, the guys that did it because of the hype. Because even in their little top rock, they could just tell that they had a style to them. You know what I'm saying? Even though they haven't danced in like 20 years, just that little funny top rock that they're doing has so much style and so much like presence. When nowadays, like people are watching like say these clips, they're, they're too hard to bite. And they're not watching it to be like, damn, that's so dope. They're watching it to be like, is it really too hard to bite? Well, let me try. You know what I'm saying? Ugh, I don't, I don't, I don't agree with that. I personally, I don't think it's uh, evolution. I think uh, the breaking right now, it's uh, very stagnant. Um, as far as like creativity wise, reason being because you know everything, all, you know, it's a blueprint out there. All I have to do is that to win. I am physically able to do this. Then. I'm gonna do it, you know? So as far as uh, the scene evolutionizing, I don't really think so. It's not, it's just be, it, it's just becoming more, you know, there's more awareness of it, you know, a big, more bigger stage, 
like in France and Korea and all the other countries that have a big stage format for it now. And, you know, it's all about who's physically able to, uh, you know, outperform the person, basically. Yeah. Because I remember, uh, what battle was it? It was R16 when uh, Issei won the first one-on-one. Yeah. Was it no, against not the, the first, first few, one. Like the third. No. Like, no, the Rocks was the first one. Rocks there. Not the first R16, R- but the first time. Yeah, where he beat yeah. Rocks. Like, I watched that battle and I was like, how the heck this kid won? Yeah, he did. You know, like, how, how, did, how did that happen? Like, like you're, you're talking about years of experience, yeah. years of solidifying your moves. You know what I mean? And then just being disrespected by this kid that was doing caveman's moves. Yeah, yeah. He was doing yeah, like, people's literally. He even won, he, no, sorry to cut you off. Yeah. He even won the originality uh, category. Which, that's crazy to me. That's just, uh, that's that's yeah. freaking crazy. Yeah, <laughs> that's, that's insane. That When I saw that, I actually spoke about that. And I was like, I told Dizzy, you better pay Roxy's money. Because the judges <laughs> went up to Roxy and were like, hey, Roxy. Uh, I thought you won, but you know, and that's my category. That's, that's the worst thing in the world. I'd rather tell someone, hey, you lost because I felt you lost, than go up to them and be like, well, I thought you won, but I couldn't vote for you. You feel me? That's the worst. That's like saying, hey, you know, I could have done it, but they didn't let me. No way. But that's a different topic because that's on the judging system. Mm-hmm. So that's different. But I definitely agree with him. Um, to, to answer myself, yeah. I, I just missed that pure age because. I still think there was a lot of evolution going on at that time, and we saw it. We all we all came up. And Omen, you didn't come up in South Florida, Florida. You you were in the Northeast from Boston. Yes, 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 yes. So you saw different things. Uh, what sort of styles were there? Who, who crossed your town? And I mean, moments like that where coming up, my first crew was uh, they were called LOI Lords of Illusion, and uh, they're a small crew uh, from uh, Lynn, Massachusetts, and combinations with other people from around like, the Mass area. And those were, that was the first exposure I had to break. So it was re- mainly really basic, you know, like windmills, swipes, air flares wasn't around yet like that. If you had an air flare, it was amazing. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? There was only one guy. I remember, I remember those things. Yeah. <laughs> it was only like one guy that had an air flare in our crew and that, shit was, that was like, wow. But um, heavy, heavy influence from them in the beginning. And then they brought me out to a floor lord event. And I was then, gonna say, yeah. Uh, and then after that, it was a wrap because that's the first time I saw King Mel when he was down with Full Circle and he was coming to Boston all the time. And um, he was joining, you know, just like chill, enter competitions or whatever, practice. And once I got opened up to them, uh, I started going to their practices. And I, and you know, and I really thank the floor lords, you know, Lino and. El Nino, I mean, El Nino was like, when I used to go to practice, he was like Yo, six. Yeah, was, you know what I'm saying? I remember when. Dude was like six years old, small. he had Flair Windmill, 90 husband, all that crazy stuff. And I got smoked by that kid plenty of times when I was a kid. <laughs> and um, and it's crazy, but I really, you know, appreciate them because uh, they brought a lot of people, man. They they, they brought like uh, guys like Migas, you know, I got to chill with him, practice with him. He taught me a lot, you know, for the short amount of time that I got to meet him. And um, and, and, and through them, bringing people, that's how I, I progressed. You know what yeah. I'm saying? And um, Ground Effects was a big influence too because uh, uh, Keebler, you know, he was doing a lot of hard stuff. Like 2000, 2001, the dude was like amazing, you know? And and uh, Crazy Freddy is another one. Crazy, a lot of people don't know, but Crazy Freddy, when he started, he used to be a flow lord in the beginning, but he used to do a lot of crazy stuff because he got like top by flow. So it's like, 
all his spins, his shoulders, and donuts. Like I, I like to do the donuts. He was one of the guys that put me on to that. Um, Lino helped me with that too. Uh, Shallow, Poppin, Shallow, Tron, all those guys, man. And, and um, the way that they were breaking at the time, it was it was mostly kind of like flow influence, you know, like hard power moves, unique spins. You know, you wanted to spin and freaking elbow with your foot on the thing, and and it was like it was amazing. That's what it was. It was when I was coming up in that era, in, in that era in Boston because New York, you know, four hours south was more traditional because they already had their foundation guys like the Rock City Crew. And was there ever moments where like you had a session or a jam and you see some guy and you're like he's not from around here? But no, he's dull, yeah, definitely. Like you can tell. You can de definitely tell somebody that. Um, wasn't wasn't from the area. Reason being, uh, there was a format, you know, that um, that Boston B-Boys used to break. It was, it was a little bit more like power move and footwork. Like it was more. You got to start with the power moves. You start with a couple windmills, da, 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 and then footwork. You hardly really seen some dude top rocking and going into footwork. Like you know what I mean? That would be kind of weird. You knew or, from around there. Uh, yeah. So it was just kind of like, okay, this guy got to be from like NY because you know he's doing this flavor stuff a lot he's rocking and he's going into Flash. footwork and you know and it's like like me and Bebo we was kids we just went in there and freaking did windmill swipe 90 and then go into like some footwork stuff because it was kind of like a program that's why we kind of like break that way you know what the I mean? formula was yeah it was it was more a little bit more powerful and then the traditional stuff and some of you can see you don't need he's when he, yeah, he gets yeah, down it's, it's powerful you know in the beginning and then he gives you the elements a little bit later but he's just letting you know like hey this is what it is you know this boom goes straight on his head track halo windmill 2000 all this crazy stuff it's like wow yeah. you know so um and then i was watching florida too man florida was a uh, was, 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 was so hard different. to see the other scenes like you had to kind of either stumble upon someone's footage or um, or, actually or really there. make your way out there the way a lot of people did and uh that's the one thing I missed. I missed that feeling of seeing someone and being like, oh, they're not from around here. And who is that? Where are they from? Where are they about? Remember the first time I saw Kay? My mom was born. I knew that. I, like, he has a presence. Yeah, and, that's crazy. Yeah. And then you could tell who was like big time just by the way they walked into him. Yes, I remember seeing Migas for the first time. I remember Texas came out. We knew about Texas from like clips on freestylesession.com and then like uh, Marlon was out here for us the most and I remember just being like in awe and seeing Marlon for the first time getting down with him in a cypher like that stuff was special and it's so like I remember someone saying like you know everyone's moves now like there's no surprise you, you go like if you know someone's gonna be at a jam you already know everything they're gonna do and it's just a matter of seeing it now it's like, back then it was like damn I want to see what this guy's all about what else does he have things but like to touch that. on that there's one thing that I talk curious probably about a while back, years ago, because he was telling me, we're talking about the same thing. He was like, Max, it's just not the same anymore. And I'm like, of course it's not. Now you've been here, you've done that. But you got to remember to these kids, when they see one of their new fans, their, their new favorite b-boy, they get that feeling that we used to. Get, we don't get it because we've been there, done that, seen this and that everywhere, all over the world. But for a kid, you know, not to throw Outbreak in there, but for a kid that comes to Outbreak, and they get to see maybe like focus for the first time or one of these guys or this guy Chirito for the first time. You never know. Maybe it leaves that impression to them. Obviously, we're not around those kids enough to really ask them to be like, hey, did it inspire where this guy came here? But I'm sure when they see their favorite B-Boys in person, 
yeah, you know, it, it also has something special and to me it's like hey what means a hundred percent to you compared to what means a hundred percent to me hey that's the same you know it's like i can't tell you my special was better than your special on that end yeah on that end you know thing, but, but let's keep going with uh with all you want to say something yeah i'm yeah. just i'm just gonna interject real quick and just say this that uh, uh a big thing that a lot of the youth don't don't understand is the element of surprise the reason that um that there was so much progress and innovation and, and evolution in, in the early 2000s was because of information, not just visual information, but vocal. It was, uh, me and Insight went to a gym, we saw Abstract for the first time, or let's say Benji or something, cause you know, he's out of the ordinary, right? Mm -hmm. So if a person that never seen Benji before, and we go back, like let's say he's never seen Benji before, we go back and we say, Bro, Max, this guy chopped his sneakers in half. <laughs> and you're like, what? What do you mean? He's like, no, this guy did a move and he was Cowboy. on his butt. And then like, he like left his shoes and he chopped his shoes in half. And it's like, nah, man, you're crazy. Yo, I'm serious. Max is gonna go say, go go back to his crew. And it'll be like, yo, man, let's say I'm, I'm in his crew. And I say, hey, so so do you get any word about having an plan? Bro. This guy just said that he chopped his shoe, turned it into a grenade, <laughs> threw it. The dude lost the arm and he couldn't break it. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, and it's he all just imagination. added to that. It's all imagination because you really don't have he a vision. He just added to that. You see what I'm saying? I, I think, you know what I, what I can relate that to? I call it the spy effect because the man with a million moves. Yeah, yeah. Have we, we've only seen maybe three of them, yeah, four yeah, of them. Exactly. But you know what? He's a legend. Hey, he's, he's a, a legend. complete legend. In my mind, he is killing it. Like, when I imagine a spy, and, and that's where I wanted to be. That's where I wanted to be. You know, I wanted to be like, up there and I don't even know how his moves are but I can imagine it and by yeah. the by that imagination um we got creative because exactly, it yeah. was so crazy it was like dude I have to be on point now because the next gen that guy might be there so I have to evolve this whatever I'm doing now in a way where like you know he can't touch it you know right. and, and there was not a lot of visual it was just mostly pure imagination now there's visual you can still do that what was done before you know what I mean? But just, you know, what I say to everybody, you want to look at footage, look at yourself. Yeah, absolutely. You know what I'm saying? Look at yourself. That's I, it. I think footage, like, the best lesson we could give to the younger generation and kind of try to embrace what we're talking about from the older generation, try to, like, moderate the amount of footage you watch. Yeah. Don't think just because a battle happened somewhere in Europe, you got to watch all the battles and keep up with everything. Now, keep it in moderation because you might end up getting over-influenced and just have too many ideas floating in your head and get too weird of an idea with breaking it it might be a little watered down try to keep it as pure as possible you yeah, know? yeah yeah definitely Everything. i agree 100 uh to keep going uh with our special guest omen tell us about your marlin battle back at spin factor i think spin factor too yeah uh, you were still yeah. a young guy in the game coming out yeah. how how was tell us about omen 2002 when you knew you had to buy marlin who was a really big name at the time well uh the whole the whole thing started like this um, it was a group of people getting flown out, which uh, include uh, Moy, uh, uh, Mondo, um, Marlin, uh, like everybody. Uh, Ever Frankie was, that that was in Chicago? No, that was actually in uh, Rhode Island. It was oh, called Spin was Factor. Uh, it was just Spin Factor. People it was a great jam. One of the greatest. I clips. think I seen I that footage, and yeah, that was yeah. uh, the that clip was... was crazy. Some kid named Kronos made it, and it had midgets on it. It, it had crazy. like crazy stuff. It was like crazy. But um, the battle, um, Marlon didn't have nobody to battle. 
you know, and um, they wanted me to battle him because I did a, a sideways like pike hollow double leg. That was it. That, that was the only side reason. Yeah, the side side yeah. That's how easy it was back then. Yeah, that's, yeah. That, that's Imagine how, today if you yeah, battle on that premise. <laughs> you know, like, <laughs> it, yo, you look like me. <laughs> <laughs> it, was, it was one of those things. It was one of those things. It was just one of those things where like, uh, like oh, dude, um, you have that move and he has it too. Yo, I think it would be a good battle. But at first, Marlon didn't want to battle. He, he, he was looking at me like, who's this young kid? You know what I'm saying? So this was at the jam. Huh? So this was like like a day before. Oh, okay. Like day so, so you didn't really get any no, chance no. to like, oh, I'm battling this guy. Nah, I'm it was, just, like, I was just practicing. I was, I was 18 years old. You know what I mean? I was ready to go. You know what I mean? So it was just like, whatever, I, I'm going to do this. And when it came down to it, it, it uh, I was nervous, man. I, I was... Uh, it, it was a it was a crazy experience, you know, and and battling somebody like Marlon that I have seen before, um, it was just one of those things like wow, I don't know how I'm gonna do this, but I'm gonna do it, and it ended up being one of the dopest battles of the video, you know, and, and it went out long, it went longer than all the other battles, all the other battles that happened, all the setup battles, it went longer, and we went eight rounds, I think it was, all the other ones went like five, so. It, you know, and it ended up being really good for me because, you know, and I always thank Marlon for that, man. And we're, we're, we're good friends right now. And shout out to Marlon and Happy Coro and all of them. Um, like, it was it was a great experience, man. And I thank him for that because that, that, that was dope. And and I was just nervous, man. And, and I was hungry too, bro. I just wanted to prove that, like I said earlier, you know, that, that I'm good and, and I just want respect, you know? Like, at yeah, the end of the day. talked about earlier. Yeah, yeah. At the end of the day. The only thing you're gonna get is just like to be remembered. Like kids, please understand. That's the only thing you're gonna get out of this break. You can get money, that's now. You know what I'm saying? But when you're older and all that stuff, like you just you just wanna be remembered, man. That's yeah. it. You just want you wanna have that legend that that when you're gone, people are like, yo, you remember? I mean, people still talk about Vegas right now. It's been years since I've seen him get down. You know, I don't even know if he remembers me. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's just because of his personal stuff. But still, like, that's, that's what it is. Yeah, it's, it's timeless, man. It's, yeah, that's very important, agree. man. Yeah. Very important. Winning is great, but yeah. living a legacy is a lot great. Yep. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, money runs out. The legacy will live here long after you're gone. Mm -hmm. And remember, everybody out there, our scene is very young. Our scene in the U.S. is probably about 20 years old. Mm -hmm. So it's just getting started. What's going to happen here, imagine 30 years down the line. Like I was thinking about the other day, like damn, I don't want to think about this, but one day the people like Leg, people like Kenny, they're not gonna be here. You know what I'm saying? People like us, we're not gonna live here, but everything will. Probably this podcast somehow will still be out there in our worldwide web. Imagine how it's gonna be, you know, in, in those years. But yeah, it's it's about leaving something behind that's greater than you because of you. You feel me? So I mean, I'm 100 with what he said. Uh, yeah, it's it's awesome. Everybody out there, Spin Factor 3 or 2 was? I think it was 3. 3. Yeah. YouTube it. Yo, yeah. that video yeah, was insane. I, I remember that, uh, that video, the video itself made my crew and I drive to Orlando. We drove like 30 hours. <laughs> we drove. You know what? We were all kids. I think I was the oldest. I was maybe 21, 22. But you know what? We just said, yo, we're going to drive. Two of us went there with little bags of coins of nickels, dime, quarters, and pennies. But we just had to do it. We didn't care. So we did it. I think that's one thing that a lot of these kids, yo, get up, get into it, go do it, man. Don't wait, don't sit around, go do something. I uh, to totally agree with, with Max, you know, um, 
the pioneers and uh, the, the future legends, I guess, uh, are still are still out here. You know what I mean? Like, uh, it's, let's say like like a, ba a ballet dancer doesn't have the the you know the privilege to go and talk to a creator of the dance, but we do. Yeah. We do. So it's like go out there, ask questions. Don't get intimidated by nobody. You know, just go and ask questions. Everybody has a different perspective, um, but the creators of, of the style that you're doing is still out there. So. And most of them like to talk. So, yeah, so you know, <laughs> don't get afraid to ask. You know, ask a Lego, ask a baby, ask a Ken Swift, ask a, a Crazy Les, ask a Ruin, ask you know Frankie Flav. They're, they're all there. They're all still getting down. They're all they're all doing it. You know, Moy, dude, he's like the prime that example. Still, that dude's still friggin' a beast, bro. That's crazy. You can use a win. Oh yeah, yeah, oh yeah, yeah, oh yeah, yeah. Always yeah. gotta be a heavy hitter. Yeah, man. Always gotta be. I was talking dangerous. to. Uh, I was talking to Seku, and Seku was like, "I think it's gonna be based on stamina." I'm like, "No, no." <laughs> <laughs> I like, I like the kid, man. I'm like Seku. You gotta remember, uh, it's the first battle. You no, guys, neither of you guys are gonna be tired. With those two, I don't think stamina's gonna be. Yeah, stamina. It has yeah, it's it, it's you know? actually gonna come down to originality and experience. That's pretty much it. Yeah, it's gonna be, it's gonna be, uh, these battles, uh, battles, which next week we're gonna have the whole show dedicated to the BC1, uh, which is coming up, yeah, on Saturday, so that's gonna be a great show, we have special guests, like, who do we have, Roberto, who do we have, so, you know, Roberto, um, Insight. I don't have anyone officially, well, Luigi's coming for sure. Luigi's coming for sure, yeah. we can just mention names, but you know they're gonna do it, because they're at home. Yeah, we're gonna try to get Meno on there, Rocks for sure, um, Fleo is gonna hopefully join us, you, you, won't, you won't be in the studio at that time. I'm getting kicked out, because Fleo's coming. Yeah. <laughs> I'm being replaced yeah. by, by sure. the boy Wonder. The For second sure. boy Wonder, because Victor For is sure. number one boy Wonder right now. Yeah. I think Victor is higher on the polls. Vic might join us as by well. We're gonna try to get like Moy, Moy's coming. Yeah, for Moy. sure. Whoever's battling, we'll yeah, try to get him on. Especially, uh, yeah, time. just really expand the show and, and give you guys different perspectives. Like today, we brought only who's from the Boston area. Or we're gonna have people like Moy, people from like Menno, who's overseas, of course. Cali, Rod. So that'd be we'll good. Martin's gonna be in town as well. He would love to definitely talk. I'm, I'm sure Lego will find the mic somehow. Oh, Lego will find the mic. Yeah, it's gonna be fun, guys. So just keep sharing yeah, the yeah. show. Keep uh, tuning in because it's gonna get better. All right, so going forward with uh, Back to Omen, as far as like your history, you told us at the beginning, you told us the Marvin battle. Uh, when I met you at this time, you were problem school. Can you give us a little bit more of a glimpse from like say 2003, 2004 to like late 2000, 2009, 2010, a little more history about you? That, um, that began, uh, reason being, um, LOI, were, they, they, were, they were getting older. They were already, when I met them, they were already in their mid-20s like late mid mid late 20s and uh you know they have responsibilities and stuff like that and it wasn't that you know there wasn't a lot of opportunities back then to make a living out of dance so they they stopped and the younger guys like uh let's say excel uh, uh step two and myself um they still they, you know step two and excel they still break until now actually uh, step two started the crew uh, del fuego and um and Excel, that's right. yeah, and Excel uh, still represents problems too. But um, me, me and Step, we, we just said, hey, we're gonna keep going, and we we're gonna start our own thing. Uh, we got scouted by um, by V. V um, was one of the members, original members from uh, Problems Crew with uh, Fallen Child, Abby Girl, um, and a few others, Mutt Spy. And um, he approached us, man, at a jam at Halloween. You know, he approached us. He was like, hey, guys, you know. I see you guys repping, you guys have, you know, I know that you guys done with LOI, but what happened with that, because you guys don't enter as LOI, explain to him, 
and he was like, yo, man, I want to put you down. And then after a little discussion and meetings, we got down with them. And that was pretty cool because that was like the next step for uh, for myself and Step to get a little bit more recognition and love of what we love doing, you know? So um, that gave us an opportunity because at the time, uh, Problem School was getting known because of uh, Problem Child and Abigail. You know, they were yeah, traveling. The yeah, you know, they were traveling a lot. They did the, the Bonnie and Clyde and Pro-Am. Um, Abigail got invited to UK Champs years ago and she did the solo B-Boy. And, you know, and, and Summit 2000, I yeah. think they were there. Summit 2000. Yeah. Queen Bee. Yeah. Queen Bee. You remember Queen Bee? Yeah. Yep. Uh, um, that was in San Diego. Yeah. 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 Who yeah. can roast the most? You know, with yeah. Candy, I don't know Candy was a tournament. That shit's a big name. Yeah, you know, it So, even though it's, you know, it was Abigail and she had the name Problem School, so we got a little bit of shine. You know, and that's when I started really traveling, like the with the crew and going to the West Coast and stuff like that. And what was your first uh, West Coast jam? For me, my first West Coast jam was uh, uh, the Queen Mary. <laughs> oh, freestyle session. Yeah. Oh wow, that's yeah, 2004. Yeah, so, man. Like, that yeah, that was that was my first. Yeah, dude, that was my first time. You know, after watching the years and years on tape, being a part of it. So it was, it was crazy. We entered as Team NEL. We all didn't have that much money to go, so um, these clothing lines got together, and those are the initial NEL. Um, Beware, Lost Unknown, and I forgot. Yeah. I remember both of them. Yeah, yeah. Beware was crazy. Freddy, uh, Lost Unknown, I forgot his name. Uh, uh, for days. Yeah, for days. Yeah, yeah he used to come days. out here. He came to the Evolution, so I remember him well. Yeah, so it was these clothing lines that got together and made up like a Northeast. Team. That's fresh, man. So we went, you know, it was a combination of like Problems Group, Ground Effects, uh, uh, X Fiends, you know, and it, 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 was, it, was, it was all of us. So Steph Fiends, because X Fiends wasn't really around at the time. Yeah, yeah. yeah um, right. uh, and we we tried out and we made it. We made it to the top 16. And, but we battled uh, Massive Monkeys in the first round, and you already yeah. know. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that was it. Yeah. Massive was right. I think they yeah. that year. They made that year. That was, yeah, dude. They California. They were freaking ready, man. So, you know, more power you to know, them. You know, Massive has never won something. That's really? crazy. Really? Never won. Yeah, Are true. you sure? I'm, I'm, I'm 99% sure. They always made it far. Yeah. The last, Why do the I last feel like I remember the big really one? The last big one they like did, really I think, was 2012. The one in Thanksgiving. And they lost in the finals again. It was, uh, yeah, it was one of the uh, not so uh, big ones. I was there. I was there. I remember uh, it was during Thanksgiving, so not that many people went. That crowd was like, you know what? Just tell everybody it's free. So the free session started. It was free that year, basically. And yeah, like we, we were all like, oh, Massive might take it this year. And they lost again in the finals. It's, it's hard, man, you know, because uh, I know that, uh, well, not know personally, but by by an outsider looking in and the progress throughout the years, I felt that they, they were re they're really good as a unit, you know, uh, some, sometimes as individuals, they can like slide a little bit, but it was, uh, it was, as a unit, you can't really touch it, you know yeah, what I'm saying? That chemistry. That it, it was... Definition of a crew. You know, like, it's, it's crazy, and they, they came ready, and... And some, you know, like I said, like back in the days, it only came down to that one move. You know, it wasn't about like uh, uh, the the whole thing. It was just like if you had that one move, sometimes that's gonna pull you through. You know. Yeah. But you know, much respect to Massive Monkey. Man. Yeah, those are the homies. They uh, cool people. They influence. Yeah. And they won our Yeah, they, yeah, they, yeah, yeah no, they win a lot. They win all the time. Yeah, but to great. think like yeah. how many years apart from like. Right. 
probably their first major title to like their last one. That's pretty big accomplishment. And R16 is a big jam to win, and it's a hard jam to win with a lot of these crews and a lot of that different choreo and all these different crazy stuff that they keep doing. But Massive keeps the raw. The only US crew to win R16, I think. I believe so. I believe you're right. They battle. They battle us for the spot. Universal Alchemy. Oh yeah, that was in Frisco. Props to you guys because you guys came out there. Yeah, man. We just had to do it, man. You know, like. R16, uh, R16, um, Universal Alchemy, quick, real quick on Universal Alchemy, it, it was a team built because, uh, you know, of, of like, it was kind of like a super crew, reason being, because these people, these individuals that were in the crew, um, their crew, you know, had life responsibilities or certain things that they, you know, that they had to do themselves personally, so it was just like, hey, let's just join forces, make up a name, and let's do these international battles because we are willing and able to do it at the time. And you guys are friends. Yeah, we're all yes. friends. Yeah. Just yeah, like I, what we do with the squadron. I looked at Universal Alchemy as like a crew. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I knew yeah. you guys were all Yeah, I, yeah, yeah. when I saw it, I was like, oh, dope. Bunch of homies teaming up because yeah. probably a lot of their crew members can't really do certain things. And these guys want to keep battling, so why yeah. not? I'm, like I told you when we, when we talked about squadron, I believe that since we're not a sport, all the homies should always be allowed to battle with the homies. It's like, hey, we're free. It's a dance, and if you vibe with this person, why shouldn't you be able to battle? And who, who are some of the people in the Yeah, you want to drop names uh, on Frankie, um, Napalm, Tim um, Fury, Phantom, myself, and Chemistry. It was just six of us. Yeah, yeah. yeah Kim. Kim is dope. What's up with Kim now? Yeah. like a archer. Archer, stuntman. No, well, the thing, about, the thing about Chemistry is that, you know, he... Like, he told me, he was just like, hey man, you know, uh, I really don't see a future in this financially. I love it, but I need to do other stuff. And his brother was already uh, a stuntman for movies and stuff like that. So he already had that in. So he just went that way. And he went full throttle. And and actually, a lot of people don't know, but he did stunts uh, for, you know, a bunch of movies. One of the main ones, uh, the Ninja Turtle movie, the last one. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Was he the B-Boy? Because there was a little B-Boy part in there. I have, I don't don't, don't know if he was the B-Boy, but he was one of the foot guys. Oh, dope. Yeah, so now he he filmed already. Uh, Oh, yeah, okay. Ninja Turtles 2 is coming out. Just letting you know. I liked it. Yeah, I like that. That was fun. But he I filmed like already for that, so uh, oh, that oh, movie's oh. already done. They're just waiting for the release date. So does he live out in LA now? Mm-hmm. Nah, he's actually he's he's in New York because uh, th- there's more business for him there. Nice. Him being that him and his brother are the only Asian guys like that that are really good. And that's his it. Brother probably that's good. There's probably a lot of those in LA. Yeah, yeah you know. Yeah, so yeah, you want to be unique that way they can use you more. So that'd be a big fish. You know? yeah, yeah, sure. Exactly. New York has a big market too. Yeah, so, yeah. So, so he's good, man. He's man, shout out to Kemp. Kemp is yeah. nasty. Yeah, um, I like that, but I don't like that. I like it because he's doing great. But because he's doing great, that means he, he should be like, you know what? I'm gonna go pregnant. Oh man, believe me. You I feel like he could still go. And That's so what I'm saying. Many, too you, many times. You know, you know, he, yeah. he's physically ready. You know, he's ready. Yeah. So to me, and this is what I tell about a lot of the Hollywood guys too. That I'm like, guys, now that you made sixty thousand. In one month, yeah. you should be able to be like, you know what? I'm gonna fly myself out to that jam because it's fun, and yeah. this is what I like to do because I because it's fun. And then you don't have to worry about financial responsibilities to that because because you're set. You get me? It's like actors take vacations. You know, they have other hobbies, they do other things, they have other passions, and they go and do them. Why is it that a lot of these guys? It's like, yo, you're doing great. 
this should be more of a reason that we should see you out here because this is where you started and this is kind of like what you love, you know? Like, like I, agree. I, I agree with what you're saying. The, the reason being, right now, getting it from the straight source, mm -hmm. It's a lack of innovation. There is no They're innovation. They're not inspired anymore. They really don't want to, uh, you know, be involved in a in a competition where they know they're gonna lose, although they're still doing the original stuff that they create. That's yeah, the problem. It's, it's, that's, it's, that's, that's the problem. That's yeah, what makes I mean, a I, I boy. Get that. That's what makes a b boy and and and, uh, and you know a late '90s b boy. That, that is, you know, like let's say like chemistry or whatever. That's what makes them not want to go to a gym. Unless it's going to be like, oh, is it going to, this is always a question. Is it going to be raw B-Boys there? Like, who's going to be there? Oh, this guy, this guy, this guy. And it's like, hmm, I don't know. Those guys are kind of abiders. But those are world famous B-Boys. Yeah, but, you know, they took the formula of somebody else and didn't even bother to change it. You know what? I'd rather go to the club. You know what I'm saying? It's like, alright, I mean, yeah. us, we are not going to find it as fun, and I get it. Yeah. Like, if it's not going to be fun for them, then why in the hell would they do it? Yeah, exactly. That's, that, that, that's, that's why they do that. And I a lot of those great B-Boys that have moved on um, are products of the scene we were talking about yeah. earlier, the generation mm -hmm. pre-YouTube, pre-Watered Down. And like we said, that's something that a lot of us miss. You know, there was a purity there that, that's hard to find nowadays. And you know what I think needs to start happening at Jams? that I do it when I judge, but I think these people, I can never tell people to do it, but I think they should really consider it and be like, hey, this guy over here did more, but it was more generic. This guy over here, maybe he didn't do his best, but he showed me his own story because he brought his own style. I'm gonna give it to him. Because yeah, maybe he didn't do his best, but he was good enough. And he also brought me something artistically better than what this guy brought me. This guy brought me no artistically anything. This guy just physically performed great maneuvers but this guy over here it's like if not for him what he just did wouldn't exist this guy just took everybody else's moves that they were already created you get me nowadays i feel like judges are like well he did more he won he did more of something yeah, that doesn't that a lot. It's, hard, it's hard to digest that and yeah but i think it falls on the judges though man. yeah of course it, it always falls, falls on the, the judges. judges i think hard to see is one thing like uh, i was talking to uh to my boy um freaking uh, Stella, and he's like, Max, can you believe we lost this battle? And I'm like, let me see. And Bourne was battling, and Bourne, I mean, he killed it. He didn't kill it like, oh my God, this is the greatest people in the world. But everything he did was so fluent and so right. You could tell he was a master of his style. And I'm like, yo, he basically single-handedly smoked the whole crew. And then you guys, basically, uh, what I say, I, I said that you guys uh, matched him well. You guys won the battle. But then they're like, yeah, but they told us that we lost because the other crew did a routine and they did one more move. And I'm like, I'm like, man, it's, it's, you know, it's so hard to judge nowadays because yeah, you got a majority of the scene perceives things the way that we're talking down on right now. So it's it's difficult to like stand alone in the decision, you know. Like um, we just experienced the the cipher in Fort Lauderdale, and I think. Uh, Marlon did a lot of standing alone with his decisions yeah, and how much shit did he get? He even got threatened by someone yeah, in there. He, he, someone told him to get smart or we're yeah. going outside. Yeah. Some guy doesn't even During pray. the battle, during the battle, someone doesn't, before the announcements of the judges, he was like, yo, judges, and I'm there because I'm the host. He's like, yo, get smart, get smart. And Marlon's like, what? The, um, uh, Lego and abstract ignore the guy. Yeah. But you know Marlon's not that kind of guy. So he's like, what? What are you talking about? He's like, what? You got a problem? You got a problem? He's like, yo, let's go outside. 
The guy starts walking outside, he's like, wait for you outside. <laughs> of course, it's South Florida, meaning yeah, like yeah, really yeah. close yeah. to Miami, so obviously. You're surprised when that doesn't happen. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but it's, 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 uh, but it's, it's, it's difficult to stand alone. And props to Marlon for doing that, because yeah. uh, I see some judges kind of let me down sometimes in regards to like, I know how they think, and I know if I have a conversation with them, they'll tell me how they think, but then when it comes time to making a decision in front of, Hundreds of people. There. Judges don't let me down because it's like saying that my opinion is better than them. I can't say that. But I believe that it's like, man, you dance like this and you judge like that. What the yeah, hell is yeah. going on here? This it's is even like, go further. You teach, yeah. like you preach like and this. Then and then you judge, judge like complete that. opposite. I really think these kids are going to go based on what you judge instead of what you preach. Yeah, because the kids go home and they're like, well, I guess that's what wins. Someone doesn't know anything. Because so I guess that's what wins. Prime 2000. I told yeah, you, that's talk, what happened yeah. to us with Benji, beating out all these great B-boys. And we're like, the best B-boys in the world, the old school guys from B-Street voted for him, so I'm going to go. Yeah, like, I'm going to go home, yeah, chop you my know, shoes Look at the judge, look at the judge. This panel that was on at the time. You can't really, yeah. you can't really blame yeah, them. Exactly, they, were, exactly. they were older generation, okay? And the older generation, they always tried to create beyond what they already had. I mean, talk about Storm earlier, right? His views, it's just like, um, he said it on a video. He said, hey, you know, the Koreans are the best. He just, he said that. The Koreans are the best on, um, uh, when it comes down to technique and all this stuff or whatever, whatever. So that tells me, it's like, all right, cool. You know, like, I guess he likes Koreans, you know, like, it's, it's dope. So I'm guessing he likes the high flying stunts, the harder, you know, one hand they come back down or whatever because he tried to be that back in the day. He couldn't do it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's not that he couldn't do it. Maybe he, he couldn't think of it at the time, no, he, but he was expressing it by, by his style and being innovative and being futuristic because, yo, him and, and, and Swift in 1992, it'd be a whole freaking squad. They changed the game. Yeah. Yo, they made a whole squad. Opinion, so, duh, they were the Koreans at the Yo. time. Battle Squad changed the game. But you know what, Omen, and I definitely agree with everything basically you just said. But you know what? And obviously, there's no way I'm knocking Storm. That's that's Storm. Mm -hmm. He's a legend. Yeah. You know, that's Storm. That is the man. There's the, that clip from like 92 Without to 94. anything being if said. If I want to get hype, I just go Storm 1994. And this clip that he made, the editing is beautiful. The music, is, it just hypes me up. But in the one of those clips, because there's two, there's like 92, 93, and 93, 94. He's actually trying to do continuous elbow spins in the way that uh, a lot of these Koreans can really just not they, do it. They wake up. You know, like a lot of these older guys really do wish they could have done these things. Yeah, of course. Yeah, just, of course. And, and I think that hypes them up. You know, as, as a, as, yeah. Not as like a, uh, a teacher. Some, some guys will tell you. Some, of yeah. the dance, that hypes them up. Some guys will tell you, I and judge you know, if I've never seen them before. And he's yeah. one of them. Yeah, some and, guys will tell you that. And, it's, the and it's sometimes it might sway their decisions. Because think about it. Sitting in the hot seat in Prime 2000, yeah. and you're looking at a traditional, original B-boy, traditional, original, coming out, doing his thing or whatever, and then you see this guy freaking taking off his shirt and making bombs and doing all this stuff. <laughs> it's like, for uh, them, shoot. it's like, hold on, wait a minute. I don't know what he's doing, but he, I saw crazy. a little footwork there, the crowd's going crazy. It looks like a good show. You know what? Keep one. You know, until it got to the finals that he didn't win. Yeah, you know yeah. Literally, that's the funny. Literally, I have better moves in the tank. Exactly. It's, it's your I was consistencies. So, yeah. so it's like it's one. It's just one of those situations when it comes down to the older generation. You know, because they, I don't know. I've talked to a lot of the older generation when it comes down to judging, and <laughs> it's just crazy. Bro. This has actually been a pretty good discussion. Went a little further yeah. than I expected. Um, 
But it's a good segue. Let's let's get Omen on the hot seat real quick. Ooh, okay, yeah, hot seat. Let's and, do it. Uh, hot seat I'm gonna give you the same series of questions we gave last time around. And remember, they were good. No pressure. You say what you want. No, no, of course. Of course so yeah. you say what you want because it's your hot seat. We're yeah. just tagging along for the answer. Yeah, yeah. We'll we'll segue straight into um, the judging topic. I'm gonna ask this real quick. So, in all of your experiences with international battles and all kinds of battles. What judge do you least like seeing judge? What judge do I least like seeing judge? Um, and you can skip a question. You don't have to no, 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 no. <laughs> um, you know, I don't know, man. Like, uh, you know, I'm not trying to disrespect anybody. You know what I'm saying? But, like, uh, and Swift is one of the worst ones I've seen. I've, 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 like, I've, I'll back you up. I've yeah, seen some okay. questionable. He was one of the people I was thinking of when I said teach and then judge a different way. So I'll, I love, I, I love Penny, man. He's the fucking. I love, He's I love, truth. I love truth. Penny, bro. But as a judge, I don't know. Yeah, that's yeah. just, that's just me. You know what I'm saying? Like, because uh, like what he says. Because I've asked him questions before, and the answers that I have received, I just don't agree with. So it's just kind of like, oh, okay. Uh, I respect you. You're a man, Prince, and Swift, but. I wouldn't want to. I would. I would not hire him. Like, I, but I, I see would him judging. love him at a jam. I would love him at a jam to teach a workshop. I workshops. always wanted him at a jam. Yeah. Just yeah. to come no and no I mean, Kenny's the man. Yeah. Uh, besides but. the judging, I have no comment. You know, <laughs> uh, Kenny to me is Max like, just flat out disagrees. <laughs> no, he just happens to be one of the, uh, in my opinion, just. I mean, first off, he is the greatest people of all time. And he, you know what? For everybody out there listening, if somebody's like, yo, Kenny's not the best. Yo, that guy is biased. Straight up, Kenny's the greatest people of all time. Period. No point blank. I don't care what anybody says. He's the greatest. Uh, on that other topic, I just don't have a comment. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's balance for you. Mm-hmm. Let's uh, let's keep moving. Um, I'm gonna extend this question because I know you you're not completely bound to the Florida scene. You're you're more you're a little more national than that. So, what's the most underrated crew in U.S. history? Underrated. Underrated crew. I mean, there were so many crews uh, coming up, and now they they kind of like vanished and disappeared. You know, like uh, kind of like I, I always I've always gave props to like United B Boys. I've always like that. Yo, you know that what is I'm a great answer. You know, yeah, United B Boys. Uh, they, they they came out. They had some original stuff, and a lot of people don't know. Uh, let's say Nightcrawler from United B Boys. He was the one that made up the .5 air flick. And, and I asked about that when I went to Texas, and I was like, how, how did this move came about? And the information that was brought on to me was from one of the, one of the original members from, from United B-Boys, and he said he was actually trying to do an air flare, spin twice in the air and catch it, but he didn't know how to do it. So he kept going air flare into his back, air flare into his back. <laughs> and so one of the guys was like, yo, dude, just do baby windmills. And for those, um, those uh, uh, b-boys out there that are the late 90s I don't I don't know if you remember like like Napster and all the stuff these little b-boy clips that were floating around you can see it on YouTube now yeah but there is a battle that he does windmill one and a half straight into baby windmill 
That was a viral video, like one of the Still first Yo, viral videos. You can watch that today, yeah. and no one will believe you that that is from, what was that, like 99? That, that was a long time. I think when he yeah. was called Fabry Burnham. He was actually battling Marlon. Marlon and that was on freestylesession.com when they used yeah. to post a clip once a week, and yeah. that clip was the truth, whatever clip that was. So, you know, like, it took like six hours for us to actually get <laughs> For real. Kids will never know the struggle. And that, that's, to me, that, that crew, man, that crew, uh, they brought a lot to the scene, man. They, dude, that was the first time I seen elbow point five to the head and spin on it. Like elbow point five to the head. Yeah, that was local. Yeah, local. local. Yeah. yeah, I know those guys. Local. You know what I'm saying? So it's a uh, so they were bringing out a lot of crazy stuff, you know. And I I, I think that they should get a little bit more. Yeah. Curious George was incredible. Oh, um, yeah, in my opinion, the best bar mover in Texas at the time. Dude. In uh in in session ninety nine session five. Moy stole the show because he did the air first first, you know? Everybody saw him against that element, so everybody went crazy. Also in clip on freestylesession.com. Yeah, in the, in the second round, the game. And Curious did it too. But obviously it was not against the elements, and it was the second round. And that's so crazy, literally like, Moy beat him by beat the Beat him by a battle, so. <laughs> yeah, by a battle. But they both got uh, best power moves. They yeah, both got that title, even though Moy got more recognition for it. But yo, curious the combos he was doing. Yeah, man, man this guy was amazing. Then they have Logo. Yeah. Logo was the guy doing. Uh, they had this guy already in the uh, 2000s called Daniel. I saw him do like almost like a one and a half to hate. Yeah, yeah, you know. Was, oh, they, 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 they have Adam Bomb. Yeah, dude. Uh, Adam Bomb. Better yet, this kid named Scrappy. I don't even know if people know about Scrappy, but. And uh, Queen Mary, there was a uh, there was a battle, and it turned into there was a cipher battle, and this kid Scrappy, he was uh he was part of United B Boys, and it turned into like a flipping match, like they just wanted a blip, right? That was the first time I ever seen at a jam a double back tuck, the first time. That's why like I see gravity, and it's like, yeah, all right, I've seen that, like it's not really uh and that that impressive because I've seen it before. Freestyle session. It was a bunch of guys. Yeah, right? it was. Yeah, Duna was, was there. Yeah, Duna was there. Yeah, I saw that. Dude, saw that. it was crazy. Yeah, it, was it, crazy. it was crazy. I, I, like you know, do not challenge him. And he did a uh, you know a tumble pass, and it was dope because he yeah. rolled his his ankles or whatever. Scrappy was like, okay, cool, I got you. He did that double tucks, just standing. <laughs> I was just like, okay, I'm leaving this place. Yeah, this I, remember, I remember that one. It was out in the side, and yeah, there was like. There was a lot of people there. Everybody was just like, They did that on the carpet. I was yeah, like, the what carpet. the heck is going on? Yeah, that's, that's a great, that's, that's a great, great. Good uh, answer. Uh, was definitely, uh, they deserve a lot of recognition. Yeah, that's to why a lot of my homies from Texas, when they talk about the old Texas scene, yeah. United B-Boys is Yeah, man, they, they did some amazing mentioned. things early, early. I remember yeah. when Nightcrawler did to a machine, he caught him like a football. Not a lot of people <laughs> know about that. Yeah. yeah, it was crazy. The footage is out there. I can't really describe it, guys. I'm sorry. But let's just Call say that the Nightcrawler, who's this big-ass dude, <laughs> saw a machine flipping, and he went from one side of the battle to the other side and caught him in the air. Yeah. Just like that. I, we were all the footage like, is out there? The footage somehow is out there. The footage is there. It's, it's really hard. He saw it coming because he knew the routine. Uh, so he knew the routine. He's like, oh, yes. Wasn't there so some drama like, with that? Yeah, there was drama. Of I think course, there has to be drama with that. Yeah. yeah, come on. This guy coming out of nowhere and catching this guy in midair. And, and guess what? <laughs> guess what? Guess what? Guess what? They didn't get disqualified. Can you believe that? I forgot about that. I, yeah, was, no, no, no. I, was, I was there. I, was there. I used to go to Texas a lot. So, yeah. Great answer. Great That's answer. Really right. good answer. That was an awesome answer. Shout out now, to United B-Boys out there in Texas. Yeah, yeah. The other side of the coin. Okay. Most overrated crew in U.S. history. Mm, most overrated crew. Man. 
that's that's a that's a hard that's that's a hard one for me because I, I I've always kept an open mind to to every style. You know what I mean? And uh, hmm, U.S. history. We can come back to, you know, uh, or skip. Well, um, let's say, you know, I don't want to talk, I don't want to talk trash or whatever, but I say, um, like, let's slave to you. I don't know, I don't know, there was something, oh, yeah. there was something about, yeah, I know uh, that they don't exist, but at the time they were heavy, they were traveling, they were doing their thing, and, you know, and it's not, a, and it's not, you know, it's dope. They're doing what they do or whatever, but I just saw it as they understood the formula on how to win competition, and they just kind of like stuck with that. And to touch on something we said earlier, I think they won a couple freestyle yeah, sessions. Yeah, they they won. Mm -hmm. they, they, they by themselves. They they I don't know if they they won it with Supernaturals. I think that's the only one. Okay, just one. And then you got a crew like Massive Monkeys who hasn't. Yeah. Um. So in that sense, I'm talking about like early. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. Yeah. They, just, they they won Evolution with us. I mean, I know those guys well. You're talking about Flex Flex. Yeah, I know yeah. them very well. And I mean, I agree with this guy because I told their their leader, his name was Abe. Abe I once told him, I'm like, you know what you tell me, Abe? He's a word did you make. I'm like, that way is really not that important. <laughs> <laughs> he taught me that. Because they would do whatever it took they to win exactly. no matter Formula what. Masses. Yeah, dude. Yeah, no matter what. And that's and that sucks because it 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 uh it, it like uh it limits you know you like if you have a talent right and you're in a crew and you wanna show your talent you know you can tell that they were freaking orchestrating a, like a way all right cool you can't go out at this time and it's like man who the hell are you to tell me that I can't go out you know what I'm saying yeah. not because it's not right the way that we have to win is if we do this and we do that and it's like dude. When we stand on the line, when it, when it, when there's a routine, okay, cool, you know, there's a routine, but everybody should have a chance to go out. Yeah. You know what I mean? And some battles that I remember watching them, they just have a certain amount of people go out, you know? And I was just kind of like, that's kind of whack, man. Like, it's, if it's, if if winning takes that, then I don't, well, I don't really care about entering, you know what I'm saying? Because nobody is really showcasing anything, you know? Like that's how I felt back in the days, you know, and that's that's why I get that memory. Like, you know, I feel that they were the most overrated because they were winning everything. I was just like, man, so, I'm tired of these guys. These guys are not even that good. So come and think of it, it's probably like uh, a turning point in the entire scene where like formulating uh, a certain approach and a strategy just to win started kind yes, of hitting no, the yeah, yes. No one really cares for them. No, but I mean, like, like their impact now is irrelevant. And that's yeah, yeah. it. Like, we're looking like back. All of us, because and I could tell, because at one point we were down with them. All they did was like motivated us to not want to be like affiliated with them. You know, yeah. like they were rated because they were winning, but they were so not respected. No one respected them. Like it was almost like, yeah, they genuinely. No, it's like if if they won, we would be like, ah, whatever. Yeah, second place. You guys are the dope. You know what I'm saying? Like we people didn't care because. They always knew how they won, like, and like what he said, they may have 10 guys and be like, okay, so all, us seven here, we're only gonna be participating in the routines and you three are doing all the solos and that's it. Yeah. And it's like, yo, or it'll be like, okay guys, so there's 10 of us, uh, but listen, we might kick you out because I might make a phone call and promise this guy certain things and we might replace you with him. He's like, but he's not even my crew. Oh, but it's okay because we're going to win. Over-strategizing. Yeah, you know, it's it too dance, much, man. It was too much. I mean, hopefully one day we have someone like Morris that was part of that, ain't here, 
so we can actually ask yeah. them directly because it would be good to for yeah, someone cool. someone from their camp to kind of like share their their history on that. Mm -hmm. But I mean, hey, in my opinion, something didn't work if all your people left the crew. Yeah. You know that I mean I don't know why Morris is not flexible flay, but I'm sure he had his reasons and they were great. But obviously he's not there. And I, I, I just genuinely think they don't exist anymore. And they had a guy, remember Future? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He had a lot of potential. Yeah. And unfortunately, he just never really... So his name was Future. His name was Future, potential. and then he never had a future. Yeah. I but those you gotta be things. careful what you name yourselves, guys. <laughs> yeah, no, but this guy was good, man. This guy was good. You see him on like the freestyle session back of the boat. You yeah. see them, and yeah. but yeah, because yo, somehow this guy A, they call him Dirty A, Buckingham. I, I remember Buckingham, because he lived in Miami for yeah, a while. Yeah, yeah, this guy, I don't want to say they were brainwashed, well. but somehow, he managed to get all these guys to say this is what's gonna happen and you guys have to tag along with it. It was one of those things that, yeah, they won, but they didn't look good doing it. Yeah. And, and and in this culture, man, it's all about style. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's all about style and being how people, you know, they brought back that word fresh. You know what I'm saying? But like, that's what it's all about at the end of the day, man. Like having a dope style, having a dope like crew, like. Like you know, like uh, remember that the, the the jam that we entered, right? When yeah. when they called us out, we all had the, the Asian hats and the whole thing. Like that was awesome. You know yeah. what I'm saying? It made me feel, you know what I'm saying? The like Ground Zero crew we walked in, it made me feel dope. It made me feel like yeah, you know, this is a crew. We're standing strong. You but know did you, I mean? we, we even mentioned like that's fresh. Uh, did I really want to wear that hat at the beginning? No, <laughs> it was prison that made me do it. But I love that guy because it worked out at the end. You know what I'm saying? So no, it, 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 it was, was fresh. The fact yeah. that you guys all had the same shirt that was. We even mentioned like in the back, like yeah, they came. They came I do agree it. that crew should look more like crew. Yes. I definitely agree on that 100. That should be bad. That should be the that's main something thing. That's lost. I don't know if you guys noticed. Maybe when I go to jams, I don't wear no biggest and baddest. I just wear my crew shirt. Even if I'm the only one wearing it, I don't care. At least you represent. Yeah, my crew yeah. is there. So yeah. yeah. All right, let's uh let's move forward here. Uh, another hot one. Who do you think is getting way too much hype right now, crew or person? Crew or person? Hype? Uh, Anywhere in the world, not US. Uh, let me see. Uh, too much hype? There's a, a few people, I say. Like, uh, Definitely there's a few people. I mean, I mentioned him earlier. Uh, uh, Issei is one of them, I feel. I think he's very uh, athletic, but he doesn't show no... Uh, no, no type of art form in his skills, you know what I'm saying? It's just kind of like, okay, air flare, chair freeze, and you know, you got your basic rock, and I know he's young in the game, you know what I mean? But it's cool, like, it, now, that's how the game is now. If you're athletically prone to do certain things, then you're gonna get, you're gonna get the fame, you know? But you can do some really special things, yeah, but once stuff. it comes down to like, Semi some original, yeah. non moves with no name, you know, like, he doesn't have to. And sometimes it's very uh, regurgitating. Like, it's yeah. That's why I think it hurts in the later rounds, it always comes back to you. Yeah, but, yeah, that, that's the thing. I mean, if somebody like Victor that's new to the game too, he's practicing and he's putting his time to create these new new transitions and, and you know, original stuff that he has, that he's starting to create right now. Then why you why you should do the same thing? They're yeah. kind of like the same age. Right? I, I try to I try to have a hopeful perspective for someone like yeah. I say like you know he's young he's young he's just going through yeah, you know he's like, yeah he's definitely young, like a teenager still yeah so I'm hoping like by the time he's 21 22 we're seeing some timeless stuff yeah I'm, he's already hope, power wise he's hitting too. some fresh things yeah I, I hope um, so too man he's a, yeah yeah I saw him at uh, IB he lost to uh, Sunny. Yeah. 
Sonny was just Sonny is Sonny's looking fresh. It's good to see Sonny uh, yeah, yeah. develop like that. Yeah, he's he was uh, already dope two years back. Now he's uh, yeah. I'm glad he came through. With it because at one point I was like, what happened to Sonny? Yeah, yeah. I thought the same thing. He's practicing. He's in the lab, man. I saw his battle. Pretty dope. Shout out to Soul Mavericks crew. You know, um, DJ Renegade. Yeah, Renegade. Sorry, much love. Good to see you, yeah. UK, uh, back on the map. Yeah, yeah, on the map. Uh, all right. Last question. You said you had a few names. Any other name? Or you, uh, you could be good. You could be good. Um, let me think. I mean, everybody that's been that's been winning so far, uh, internationally. So you, you can just say. Uh, oh, 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 there's one. This, this one. There's one more person. Uh, um, Gravity. Oh. <laughs> no, no, no. You know why I say that? You know why I say that? Because there, let me tell you the story. There was a, a the, the, there was uh, the Red Bull BC One Finals. It was him against uh, uh, Victor. And you know, being that I live in Florida right now, you know, and I have personally practiced with a. With, with, with Victor and helped him out and you know he's helped me because he's young and he's you know it motivates me you know what I'm saying um I, I, I posted I made a post I was in Minnesota at the time judging uh, 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 a jam out there that that uh, was like the Rotunda or something like that I was it. yeah we talk about the one at the mall yeah the one yeah. at the mall I was, I was judging I was judging that jam um uh in, in freaking I, I wrote I was like yo man you know no disrespect, I wrote it just like this. I said, no disrespect, but I felt that Maynard lost that, uh, I mean, won that round versus Gravity. You know, but, you know, I'm not a judge. But that's just my opinion. So, uh, um, you know, bring the win home, you know, uh, Victor, whatever, whatever. And he wrote a Bible. Dude got offended, like, personally. Yo, keep your name out my mouth, blah, 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 blah. And I'm like... Dude, it's just an opinion, man. Like, what, yes. what? Like, if you really mad about that, like, yeah, like I didn't even really disrespect you or anything. It was just opinion. You know how many people go online on YouTube and say that I'm fat, that I'm unproportionate, that I'm slow, that I'm whack, <laughs> that I'm overrated. You think I care about that shit? No, I don't care about it, bro. Like, I don't yeah, care. Yeah, it's, it's just, it's just, you know, people's preference. If you think that I suck, then that's fine, man. You know, I'm gonna keep doing me. But like, I didn't get that. I was just kind of like, dude, like. Are, are you okay, man? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, why are you going all crazy? And, and, and he just wrote it, man. He just he just went off. Like, but, like, like if I attacked him personally, which I don't, I don't feel like I did. Yeah, it seems like it was just. Uh, I mean, yeah, it seems like it was just a very basic standard. Yeah, like, I mean, I have, I have everything. I can yeah, show yeah, it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So I have. It, it sounds like you didn't even go into detail. Yeah, you know, like, like, like it was just yeah, a little, 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 yeah, yeah, I just, uh, I just. You felt, expect him to be like. Dude, oh, cool, but I won. Something. It was serious. Yeah. I was just like, bro, like judges disagree. Like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I told them I was like, yo, dude, if you see me, and you want to go at it, let's do it. You know what I'm saying? I went to Silverback Open. He was there. Didn't even look at me. I went to uh, 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 what other jam? Some some jam in Chicago. He was there. He didn't even look at me. So I was like, all right, cool. Then this kid doesn't want a battle. You know what I mean? Like, it's just what it is. It's a it's a battle, kid. You know what I mean? We're not here to fight. You know what I mean? And I. And I see them get angry and punch some dude in the face or whatever. You know what I'm saying? That's sad. That's a sad, sad situation. You know what I mean? That's a sad. Uh, that's just bringing down the whole thing. And and I that's why that he falls into that category because it's like, you know, it's like, dude, I am, we understand that you were a gymnast, but let's see a little bit more content. You know what I'm saying? When it comes down to the art, like, 
you want to do big stage battles and just, you know, run with, with what's going on right now, then cool, you know? But still, like, yeah. let's see a little bit more. Yeah. <laughs> Personally, I think that could have been a good battle between you guys. And then afterwards, it's over, like, hey, it's over. Yeah, no, it's, it's dope. Know, I have no It ended on the floor, and that's it. Like, that would have been something great for the team. A lot of people were asking, yo, why you don't battle him? And it's like, for what? Why am I going to go out of my way to call him out? First off, I feel that it's going to give him more publicity because just the, the fact that, like, he's getting called, yo, gravity got called out. You know, no. Like, dude, you're the one that dissed me. If you want to come at me or whatever, if you want to talk like a man, we can talk and we can squash it or whatever, whatever problem you have with me or whatever, because I don't have a problem with this kid. You know what I'm saying? So it's uh, it's just one of those things. It's like, bro, like you're feeling kind of like hurt. Talk to me. It's okay, man. You know what I'm saying? I'm not going to be all gangster and all this other crazy stuff, you know, unless you want to take it to that level, you know? That's just shit. There's Which, no problem. Do you guys know he recently called out Hong Tang? I haven't seen the battle. He recently called him out at R16 out in uh, Vegas. I heard it didn't go well. Oh, I, I don't know. Well, you gotta. You I want to see it. You I gotta see understand. It. You gotta understand, kid. Like content is a vet in the game. Yeah. yeah. I remember calling him out at a jam called "Winner Takes All" that Nemesis from Brace Crew threw, and that was the first time Drifters Crew came to the U.S. in New York, and I called him out, and we went like eight nine rounds or something like that then after that i ended up winning the whole jam beating ducky in the finals oh so 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 it's like i know that guy is nasty bro because yeah. yo that, that that cypher battle i wish somebody had a camera you know what i mean i, I, I think the footage is out there somewhere so i've never no i'm talking about his battle oh yeah yeah, sorry, yeah. Sorry, sorry. My, myself like like i've, I've never really uh, um think that i beat him but just by him by, by my memory me battling him the dude was throwing some some crazy stuff. Yeah. He was slipping and sliding and all that stuff. Doing yeah, all he could do some crazy stuff. Yeah, he could do some crazy stuff. So not, not my cup of tea type of reward, but man, he's incredible. Yeah, yeah I mean, he, you know, yeah. he, how how many years is it apart from his BC one win? It was that's, a few years, that's impressive. Years, yeah. yeah. And then that when he won, he, he was won mapping everybody. Yeah. Even yeah. the finals, it looked like mm -hmm. he was just like, oh, this is my chill. first battle. Yeah, it was just crazy. Oh, I, so. I but you know, I agree with you. Props to to Gravity for at least yeah. stepping in, regardless of yeah, how that went. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, that's always the mission. That's the We need. Yeah. I want to yeah. see some of the heavy heavy hitters call each other. Yeah, like when when K went went on that spree and called out pretty much all, all the, the all the gods. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's awesome. That's like that's legendary story, you know. Yeah, like K went after all of them, and he caught it a few times, but he dished it out a few times. <laughs> yeah, 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 you know, you, know, you got to put yourself out there. The reason I feel that that's not happening right now is because B Boy has turned into the social media spectacular, and people don't want to uh, get on footage getting beaten, or you know, like they're afraid of that. You yeah, know what I'm saying? Yeah. They're they're afraid to get that 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 their level of credit to go down. So. It's either you come in in an angry like attitude that you want to fight and you don't battle, or you put them aside and you be like, "Yo, bro, you know, I think we should do this, but I think we should wait and <laughs> make sure there's no camera. You know, uh... wait till somebody throws a jam. Maybe we can be like headliners and make some money, which has yeah. happened to me before. But when I've called <laughs> out somebody, I'm not even sure you want to do this. You know what I'm saying? But it's like, I'm like, all right, cool. But years like, forget ago, it, bro. Okay. Years ago, this is years ago, this is like 10 years ago when the whole call out thing I was kind of getting famous, or it was already kind of like dying now, I should say. Somebody had been with somebody in the freestyle session forum, and he's like, yo, what the blah, 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 blah. You want an exhibition? <laughs> <laughs> 
That's what he's saying. You see what I'm saying? He's talking mad crap. And he's like, what up? So you won the exhibition. It's like, what? What are you talking about? I'll never forget that. Wait, wait, what? That was years ago. It was crazy. It was, it got, yeah. Yeah. Um, all right, let's we let's go straight to the yeah. last question. Maybe you might have already answered it, but uh, who would you like to smoke or just battle? Competition or cipher? Don't matter. Oh, competition or cipher? Come on, that's a no-brainer right there. I would love to battle men. I know he's gonna be here. Um, no, uh, this uh, for the yeah, yeah he's gonna be here. He's chilling, you know. But I I'd rather I rather have him like you know real jam setting. None of competition. You don't want to uh, go through you ball. No, 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 I just wanted to <laughs> no, happen organically. You get him when they're, when they're like a French guy. <laughs> reason, reason being, um, because, uh, me and Manu, we have history, man. Uh, I know him since 2005. Me and, um, me and Steph, actually, Rox Wright has an interview, right, with him? He has a, like, he interviewed him, like, in some, like, water, I don't something, one of his, one of, one of his interviews. And Menno mentions, he goes, yeah, you know, uh, I I got, I started getting famous, I started getting flown out with me and Cisco. Uh, we won this big two-on-two in France and we beat some Americans. And um, that's when it all started for me. He forgot to mention, the Americans that he beat was me and Step 2 in the finals. Which <laughs> 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 is like, you know, it's like one of those things. It's like me and Step, we felt like, damn, man, we went there to win because it, it, it was a jam called um, uh, Temple of Style. Temple of Style back in 2005, and uh, we were ready, bro. We went there first round. We we, we battled some some crew named X Law or something. Beat them. Second round we battled uh, uh, Wanted Crew. Beat them. Second round Terra Bunch. For the people that don't know Terra Bunch, it was a combination of like uh, uh, Rubber Legs, Saladin, those guys. And yo, every single time that we battled and we won, we got booed, we got trash thrown at us, we got freaking dude. It was, that was France. A real France. It was France. It was France. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, and at the, the final battle was the Netherlands. So it was Cisco and Menno when nobody knew who they were versus me and Steph. And we battled and it was a tie. And um, me and Steph were like, all right, cool, we got one round. So we thought it was one round per team. So this is what we're gonna do. We're gonna do our last routine, and then you're gonna take, and then I'm gonna take over. So when we started, we started the routine. You all came out, no, 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 one, one, one. I'm like, all right, cool. And I went out. Cisco went out, and we lost. And we were like, man, we're gonna get you back. It's all respect. It's all love. You know what I'm saying? But I never got to get him back because he's just like, you know, he just went higher and higher, being that, you know, it's just being in the right place at the right time because it was more promotion, more events. And, and, and you know, easy access to, to to do these events out there. And his name just went up, and it was just harder and harder to get at. You know what I'm saying? But every time I see him, it's all love and respect, and you know. Yeah, even now when you're saying you want yeah. to battle him. Yeah, I still want, I just want to battle him. Just like you know, he's a master at his craft. I feel that I'm getting there and mastering my craft. You know, so it's just be a good challenge, a good like yeah. spar. That'd be a good battle. Yeah. So, so especially was, in a cipher. Yeah, in a cipher, that that that's that that would be essential. That's that would be a person. You know, you always want to aim high up. He's the best at what he does. Yeah, you, I remember you and Step Two when you guys were killing it once. I remember outbreak, uh, outbreak two. Mm -hmm. You guys, you guys were killing it at that event. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I still remember that routine you guys did. 
where it was one of you guys on the floor and one of you guys standing up, yeah. and you guys were like mimicking each other. I think I don't know how many people have fit that concept. Dude, a lot of a lot of people, people don't know. know. A, a lot of people don't know where where that concept came from. But uh, the first time that we ever did it was in Rocksteady Anniversary 2003, and it was a, and we called it Footwork Top Rock. And um, it was a, a combination of me and him. Like uh, he would be on the ground doing footwork, and I would be on the back. But we were lined up. Like he would be in front of me, and I would be in the back. And I would mimic all his footwork movements, doing it in top rock. And then we will switch off, and then we will do the same. And then I'll turn myself into a bridge, and he'll crawl over me and do a critical off, off my leg, <laughs> which, which was, was which was really crazy. Up. I remember when I first had it off. Dude, and then after that, bro. Like, I, I went to a jam in Chicago, and I saw some dudes doing it in Chicago. Then, uh, dude, I, I even ended up seeing Massive Monkeys do it. You know what I'm saying? I'm not saying that they got it from us, but Rocksteady Anniversary 2003. You know how much people were there? I know I seen Jeromeski there. You know what I'm saying? I know he was He's on Rocksteady. Exactly. So it's like, it's one of those things, you know? It's like, one of those things that people are not going to talk about, whatever. I always share that, you know, because it's a... For me and Step, you know, those were a little like creations, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. like we got inspired by Ground Zero doing routines connected, you know what I mean? So we were like, yo, we're gonna flip that, you know? And that was our whole, our whole mentality, we're, like, we're gonna do this routine, but we're gonna flip it, we're gonna take a little bit from salsa, we're gonna take a little bit of this, and you know, just make it different, you know what I mean? Yeah. Stylish? Yeah. So, I don't know, that's a... Uh, that's that, that routine, man. You brought me back. That was a good one. little story there. <laughs> yeah. Where are we at right now, Roberto? Um, I think we're towards the end here. All right. So do we have some time for a few uh, for the Q and A? Maybe. Let's do like one or two. Okay. Got a little, a little far all right. today, but it was all. all yeah. It was, I think it was a great show so far. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Spam wanted a shout out. Shout out to Spam. Frantic. Shout out. What up, Frantic? I'll yeah, see you at the 12th B Boy Championship. Yeah. yeah. We need to announce who the champs as well. All right, so let's touch on this one. Tyler Sleepy wants to know why do people judge with favoritism? Uh, the answer is simple because they don't know how to judge. <laughs> There's nothing else to say. And, and also, favoritism sometimes also also kind of works against you because sometimes your crew members vote really bad towards you because they seen you do better. And by the way, my fingers are doing the uh, the sign like seeing you do better. Quotations. Yeah, the quotation signs. It's, so it happens to. It's always it's always hard to judge your crew. You know what I mean? Uh, uh, if you're really honest about it, you know because, um, like like he said, like so, you know, who knows you better than your crew? You practice with them, you know. So if they know that you slipped up or whatever, they're probably gonna go the other way. And others just prefer the style of you know their crew or or whatever. You know what I'm saying? Like. There's been a lot of there's been a lot of uh, competitions lately that I feel that there was a little bit of favoritism. You know what I'm saying? And, and I look at it and I'm just kind of like, it's gonna, it's okay for now, but I feel that it's gonna hurt the person like really bad in the future as far as getting more judging views because the more and more like that 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 happens, the more and more they're exposing themselves. You know what I'm saying? So it's like it's like one of those things. Yeah, it's, it's difficult because um, judging is a, is a subjective thing and it's very, very rare to get a true objective judge in there because it's, it's one, it's preference uh, and it could be perceived as favoritism or sometimes it's favoritism, it could be perceived as preference, but it's, judging kind of takes practice too, you, you start, you kind of have, you know, an approach to judging and usually it's subjective and it takes a while to develop a good objective, you know, perspective with judging, so 
it's difficult, judging isn't easy, and a lot of people, they don't do it that much, and when it's time for them to do it, you know, they go by what they know. So it's hard to develop that objective perspective. I believe that judges definitely have to keep up with the time. They have to keep up with the scene, because they want to see what's going on now, as well as another history very well. And definitely, it's like, some of the best b-boys, sometimes when I see them judge, it makes me be like, ah. And the reason being is because they spend so much time on their art, that they don't know what's going on outside of that. You know what I'm saying? They're so focused on what they do that they don't understand what's going on over here. So when they go and judge over there, they're like, uh, uh yeah, that, yeah. It's like, yo, that guy, he just bit. How you gonna give him a uh, higher, uh, this guy just did caveman's uh, shoulder halos, but you gave him the originality category? It's true. You know, think it's about true. it. It's true. It's, and, and that is a true story. So things like that happen all the time. But I really believe judging and judges are people that need to keep up with the times and, and, and catch up on footage, find out who won the latest big event and so on and so on because it's what's going on in the scene, you know? It's really something that is like, hey, it takes a certain knowledge to be a judge. So that's my opinion on that, but. Uh, quick shout out to Sleepy. That's actually one of, I've watched that kid really move forward yeah, the past few years. He's always getting better. Um, one of the best b-boys out there in Florida. Just keep working, man. You'll get there. Don't worry about it. Just keep working. Yeah. He's doing, he's doing I think he's, he's he's already somewhere, and he's gonna get even further. To be honest, so shout out to Sleepy. Uh, he's Supreme right. Beings, right? Nah, nah, he's, nah, he's, he's, oh, okay. he's not sorry, yet, sorry, not yet. sorry about yeah, that. Sorry yeah. about that. Okay, I did see you guys kill it at a gym. You and Sleepy, yeah, the yeah, one yeah. that I judged. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 The yeah level that, was, by the way, we gotta get you guys to sleep really soon. Yeah, yeah, it was good. It was good, man. Sleepy, definitely in the future, gonna be Supreme Beings. For sure, um, he's you know he's doing his thing. He's working, you know, and, and he's he's about it, man. He, he understands the concept about being original and you know being creative and just uh, standing out. You know, yeah, he, yeah, he understands agree. that, and and he's going through the process right now. And he's kind of in a tough scene out there. Yeah, yeah, it's it's very tough. It's very tough, right? So our second one is from uh, Simba, Carlos, from here from Orlando. Up, Simba? Uh, we basically kind of answered already through the talks we have today, but uh, really anyway, what aspect, what aspects of breaking do you feel has died out? That you'd like to see be brought back or revamped? Or not more so died out, but not enough up? Basically, what has happened to breaking technique? You get me? Like what we talked about today. Exactly. Yeah, so, uh, I think, yo, Simba, I think... Your answer has been the whole show. Yeah, yeah. So <laughs> I think uh, we actually have to wrap it all. We well, one it. last one. The homie Shorsha has a question. Oh, uh, sure. And it's a DJ question, so it's great. Uh, his question is, is there a general consensus of what B-Boys want a DJ to rock? What kind of break? What do they want? How do they want them to rock the break? In my opinion, personally, and this is different because everybody's music taste is, is different. I don't necessarily like the breaks when they get speed up so much. Like it's too fast. It's like, come on, it's a song. I don't want to listen to a break. I want to listen to a song. Like crack beats. You get me? Yeah, like it's too much. It's like, yo, let us vibe. You know, we want to vibe. We want to get loose, but it's we want to get freaking in there somewhere. You know, I, and I love songs. Like, example, I love dancing to Sly and the Family Stone. That kind of music. I don't know if you guys know who's familiar with Sly and the Family Stone. Incredible music. They don't play that enough, I jam. They don't play those kind of. Not even breaks. They don't play that kind of music anymore. They just play. Crazy hardcore breaks, and it's like, well, that's what they're doing. Yeah, they're giving no, you a break. Yeah, but not a break from the break. I, I need I, a break from the break, and I, I like the talk too. I the believe, I, I believe, uh, I agree with that, man. Just uh, let the song ride, stop freaking, uh, bringing it back and bringing it back. I understand that that was a, a technique that uh, Lacey 
Uh, for those that don't know, Lacey, he was one of the yeah, one of the guys. Those I think he's, he's the best. Like, one of the guys, one of the rest illest guys. You know, rest in peace. Um, it, you know, he used to take the break and kind of like loop it and keep looping it, and it, and it was dope. But he didn't speed it up. He just let it ride. You know what I mean? And it had a dope groove to it. You could groove to it. It wasn't like 100 miles per hour. And it was awesome, you know, like sometimes it's good to just let the break, you know, just ride out. Definitely. He kind of answered my question. I, I want to listen to like more Lacey style plays. Yeah. Like what Lacey would have played, that's what I want to listen to at Champion. Yeah. My opinion. I agree. What about you? I, I agree completely. Uh, Lacey was the first DJ that really made me pay attention to the music. Mm -hmm. And uh, I used to read stories of how like, he actually used to like put fake labels on his stuff because yeah. yeah, yeah. people would be over his shoulder oh, of course, of course. looking for them and uh it took a long time for people to like find all of Lacey's breaks and now you can kind of maybe for a few of them are still kind of hidden there only a few people really know what they are but um but yeah, yeah I still listen to a lot of beats Lacey Spun yeah, as yeah, just yeah, music yeah. I like to listen to you know so it's great music it's great music yeah. and that's that's one thing that I think is missing nowadays Everybody wants to play that break, like you know, like Jolene's here and she's a big part of the old style scene. Shout out to Jolene, by the yeah, way. Shout out to Jolene, she's been chilling with us all day or all show. Eat events. One thing that I don't like about you know to take it out of content, but like the old style events, you know what I don't like? The music. And you know why? Because it's all beats made by people that don't know music. It's all a lot of new guys. I feel like most of the music is like 210, 2010 and up. Not like possible. you know, I think I went to an all-style event in Denver. It was probably one of the most funnest events. But because the, the DJs were DJing like that house party music from the 80s, late 90s, early 90s, late 80s, that it was a lot of that kid and play type of music. That is great music. You know what I'm saying? That is great music for everybody to enjoy. Yeah. But nowadays, yeah. like example, I think when I go to these certain events, it's all like robotic music. There, there is no groove to it. It's just, it's just hit, 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 hit. Uh -huh. You know, it's almost like Transformers. And I blame freaking America's Best Dance Crew in, in those shows because it became really popular in those shows. So that's one thing that I think is lacking in the scenes in general, just better quality music. It's out there. You know what I'm saying? It's out there. All right, I think uh, we've gone pretty far here, but it was all quality. Oh yeah. man, thank you for joining us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Close it out. Close uh, it out. All right, closing it out. Uh, shout out to uh, Supreme Beans. Uh, uh, shout out to uh, Ground Zero, um, you know, they're both my crew and, and, and just wanted to touch a, a, a little something on that because I know that the last show, uh, Curious, has said that um, they were the most overrated crew and I just wanted to say that uh, I, wasn't, I wasn't a part of Ground Zero when this was going on. I was in Boston. I was breaking, but I wasn't a part of it. So I really can't talk for the older members, but I will I will share this uh, um, I, and why Ground Zero is probably one of the most influential crews. Um, they really didn't get, you know, back then there was no handouts. You know, it wasn't like now, like if you're just really cool with somebody that you can get put on like that, you know what I'm saying? So they did everything on their own, you know what I'm saying? And actually there is footage out there of, uh, of uh, Ground Zero, uh, this this is what the information that they gave me, uh, Bay Bay, Prism, <clears throat> when they showed me footage of them going to uh, uh, E-Boy Summit, you know, and uh, with Flipside King as one crew. And what they said, they were like, oh yeah, this is the first time we brought Flipside King to the West Coast. 
and we battled and we won. So like, as far as them being overrated, I, I don't know. I think they deserve everything that they got because they were a hard crew to battle. They did innovate a lot of cool stuff. And, um, and, and you know, they showed love to their neighbor, which is Flipside, you know what I'm saying? And, and I don't really think Flipside was uh, uh, underrated either because a lot of people know about Flipside at the time back then. I knew about, about Flipside, I knew about Lego, I know about Strive, you know what I'm saying? Strive and Zeno used to go to Virginia and that's how the Lab Rats kind of came around, you know that's what right, I'm saying? Yeah. So it was like, you know, I think like, as far as uh, overrated, nah, I, I, I don't think so. And and when he said that, when he said that, it was cool because I talked to him and he was just like, yo man, you don't know disrespect or whatever. I was like, yo, I like that. You know why I like that? Because it brings spark to the scene, you know what I'm saying? And, and, and that's dope. You know, like, that's what hip-hop's here for. You can talk trash as long as you can, you can back it up. You know what I'm saying? So or at least a, willing to back yeah, it up. Yeah, or you're willing to back it up. You can talk trash, because this is that's that's the beauty of it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That that's that is the beauty of it. We can all grow from controversy in hip hop. That's how it's gonna excel. You know what I'm saying? So so like, you know, shout out to uh Curious for, for saying that, but you know, he probably just started a, a, a little little wave, you know, which is good. And, and uh, this is a message from uh, Bebe. Um, he said that uh, he's gonna be spinning out here pretty soon. So uh, Flipside is more than welcome to come out and challenge Ground Zero at Breaks Yo. My 180. Yeah, my Flip 180, side. Flipside, whoever, to come out and uh, you know have a little battle how it used to be, you know? So yeah, that was that was my reaction too. I'm like, yo, this is cool. Maybe we actually have some battles. Yeah, yeah man. Like I mean, Breaks Yo, it's, a, it's an event that happens out here. I think like once a month, and uh, uh, Baby's one of the DJs, you know, and uh, yeah, he, he was just like, yo, let him know. I'm like, all right, cool, I'll let, I'll let them know, you know what I'm saying? Promote, promote, promote the dates. Yeah, yeah, breaks yo, uh, I forgot the dates, and I got it on my phone, yeah, it's just like, I, can pull it up. <laughs> I got it on my phone. Facebook, comment. Yeah, 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 he has it somewhere out there, but you know, you guys are more than welcome to come through and, and do this, because you know, they're going to feel some sort of way, you already know. Yeah, so. But it's good, it's good. It's first off his opinions, so you know it's just that. Yeah, yeah. Second, yeah. it's great that you're here and now you get to talk about it. So mm -hmm. there's two signs to every story. Yeah, yeah. I would like to say that, you know, both signs are said to be flipped. So that's great. And third, if something goes down, that that's uh that'd be awesome, that'd be legend. Yeah, that'd be you know nice. what I mean? And and uh and uh that sparked a little a little releasing of footage. So if you guys wanna see footage out there, uh I think I believe uh, uh Prism's uh, YouTube channel is uh, Ron Ron Cole Fitness, I believe, and he has old school footage and you know just uh, the the late '90s, early 2000s, good footage of Miami, Orlando, my 180, Flipside Kings, and you know just a little history that way you know things don't get misconstrued just by one person's opinion you know to get the both sides of it you know so. You know, I think, uh, and flashback, Flash, Flash uh, St. Hilaire, he's definitely a person that you guys should have on here because he has a lot of knowledge uh, and um, he has another perspective too because he is ground zero as well, but um, he really didn't do a lot of the battle scene. He was more in entertainment, but he was in and out of the battle scene. And which a lot of people don't know too, he was one of the first group, he was, he was in the group that went to Korea and actually 
top workshops to Expressions Crew and all these guys uh, with Migas and Kamel and, and Abstract and kind of like help build the scene out there. He was one of the guys that was, was involved in that. So I think his insight might be valuable um, in this setting. You know, so yeah, we we'll get flashed on. Yeah, yeah, for sure. For sure, he's local, so there's no reason. Yeah, yeah, man, definitely. He's, he's, you know, and he'll definitely talk. Yeah, yeah, he's just yeah. he'll keep going, and, <laughs> and you know, a lot of history, though. yeah, a lot, a lot of history, man. And, and he's a part of the you know Universal Nation, and, and that's you know that's that's dope because they preserve the hip hop scene how it's supposed to be. So yeah, uh, and being my way and Flipside King nowadays, I still have to give a shout out to Ground Zero and Bebe because uh, when I was younger and when I first kind of got into the scene, he looked out for me a lot and he kind of uh, schooled me in a lot of ways, him and his brothers, and uh, I'll always remember that, so I'll always have uh, respect for them regardless of who. And I don't, but I do recognize that I used to go to Rosa Moss. They were great events. I was part of it. You know what I'm saying? Got a lot of beef. Not with Ground Zero because... Yeah. It's just with baby. It's personal stuff, and I want to handle that. You know what I'm saying? But that's personal. As far as Rose the most, I gotta recognize it. I always do. Even in interviews, that I'm like, yo, I used to go to them. I used to love going to Rose the most. There's footage of me jumping for joy because some of these guys were there that I enjoy watching. You know what I'm saying? And I battled it. I mean, I made it to semifinals. I wanted. You know what I'm saying? Ground Zero boyfriend. Like the footage is there. Everything's there. So on that end, it was prime, and it was Rose the most the jams that we used to go to. Those were the jams we looked up to. You know what I'm saying? As far as like, wow, it's coming up. Can't wait to go. So on that end, I always have to recognize that. Yeah, and if it ends up that we're on the line and we're battling each other, it's uh, it's purely an honor, and it'll be a, a good exchange regardless. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Man. That's why the invitation is open. Come through to, to the event, and uh, and you know, if you guys want to make it happen, let's make it happen, Cap. But the music will be good. Oh, the music is. What I tell you this, what baby spins. <laughs> I'm just playing. What baby spins. It's future future breaks, basically future breaks. It's uh, it's a uh, more electronic side, and that's what um, the crew kind of practices too most of the time. Uh, now, whether well, the the new the new Ground Zero now, which is myself, uh, Hang Loose, uh, Exclude, Flashback, um, Prism, and Bebe, um, all the other members are just doing their thing, you know, living their lives. But you know. That's what was. So what, you, guys, what, you guys are the active members. Yeah, right? we are kind of like the active members right now, you know, representing. Which is it's an honor for me, man. You know, I've always looked up to Ground Zero. I've been uh, uh, affiliated with them, not crew, but affiliated with them since 2006. Uh, you know, and they made that decision to put me down because I'm a friend, you know, and that's basically what it is. You know, even though everybody is a little bit different in the crew, but we still we still have one thing in common and that is uh being active and, and and progressive you know so we could definitely expect a lot of battles from ground zero oh yeah definitely yeah 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 that's definitely for sure yeah it was good to see you guys rep uh at that jam yeah yeah man. good to see uh, baby more, rap more to prison come. more to yeah. come you know uh, and it's gonna get a little it's and it's gonna get you know it's gonna get heated that's just basically what it is and especially dealing with somebody like Prism and Baby, you know, they have that mentality, yeah. you know, and uh, that's, what, that's just all what it is. I'm more more chill, more relaxed, more whatever, but, you know, <laughs> no way. For sure. Some good exchanges to come, hopefully. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I'm glad you touched on that. Yeah, yeah, I just wanted to touch to that, on that yeah. real quick, you know. Cool. Shout out to... Is anyone else? Anyone else you want uh, to shout out? I know, uh, Step 2, 
It's like my brother right there, uh, Del Fuego. They're representing uh, straight out of uh, Boston, Lynn, Massachusetts. Uh, Floor Lords, Crazy Freddy, still love you, dude. You know what I'm saying? Keep it positive. Get out of Boston. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Uh, I don't know. Uh, who else? Uh, Breaks Crew. Um, of course, Supreme Beans, my crew. You know what I'm saying? The, the, those, are, those are the dudes right there. The Supreme Beans, for real. Um, I don't know, the, the young generation out in New York, man, that you guys are doing it right. Uh, Want to give uh, props to Jay Styles, um, you know, Uncle Will, you know, all those guys, man, they, they, they're doing it. You know what I mean? Nebs. That's the crew. Titans? Yeah, the Titans. Knows. Yeah, they, 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 they're doing it, man, and that, they're doing it the right way. They're creating, they're, they're, they're doing what we used to do, you know? How you said, grabbing your little change and going up. Yeah, know. I've seen them a lot, a lot of places. They, they go, actually man. killed yeah. it at uh, Break Free. They they called out uh, Houston and, and you know, they, they oh that's right that's yeah right. They, they got those, I have to say yeah, I love Houston man. but but New York put it on them like, I mean uh, shout out to Loz you know those uh that's like those are my brothers right there you know uh, um, Napalm Dom uh, Toys those guys are crazy uh, don't get drunk around them. Uh, <laughs> But uh, yeah, I'm, I'm excited for the BC one because uh, Napalm's gonna come. And yeah, Zach's it's gonna too. be an exciting time. It's gonna be dope. It's gonna, yeah, it's gonna be a good time. So you know, shout out to them. And for the international crews, I guess you know, uh, Menno and the Hustle Kids. You know what I'm saying? Uh, Sans Le Me. You know what I'm saying? I never forget those guys uh, from France. Um, I don't know, man. It's it's, it's a lot, but you know, Yuval, Benji. I gotta give props to Benji, you know what I'm saying? Cause that guy's just crazy, he's still doing it. Uh, um, and I respect that he's still doing it. You know, a lot of people would be like, oh, he's a fighter. Even even uh, uh, people in my crew from Ground Zero, they'll be like, oh, he's a fighter, he's been all this oh, yeah. stuff. Ground Zero has a very cool yeah. history with Benji. Yeah, yeah. You know, so they were friends, yeah. Division Alpha. Yeah, they were friends and Benji used to come and practice with them or whatever, but that's what happened. Because yeah. if Benji used to come and practice with them, he got ideas from Zoo and then he kind of like, what Zoo was doing. But then again, it's all about innovation, right? It's all about taking it to the next level. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, he, he took it. He's skyrocketing. You know what I mean? He took it to another place. But, uh, you he know, took like, yeah. you know what I mean? I can't hate on that, man. And, you know, after 10 years of him being gone and then coming back and, you know, calling out everybody, I think he's doing it the right way. You know what I'm saying? I think he's doing it. A lot of people disagree, but. I think he's maybe like way. one part of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I just don't like the part, and, I, and I, you know, it's funny because me and you all became cool because of this. I don't like the part that he had to get involved. It's like, yo, just go. Yeah. yeah, but you know, he's but you know, get the justification is is that's how their scene is, and it's different. It's different for us. But to then, see but that. then he shouldn't have used like Beat Street yeah. and like the old school stuff as reference. We all know here in France, it's a very big. The scene is on a stage. Mm -hmm. Almost yeah. the majority of the scene occurs on a stage, so you know it's just like a cultural difference. But you know, France does have this that that whole thing. Like we talked about earlier, the exhibition thing that they to save money and to you know get a great show and footage. They have it's and they have a history of plotting. But you know, one thing I, in France, I, I, I more spectators, more people who don't break, don't dance at all, they'll come and watch, and for them, oh yeah, the girls it's good there, to they'll see. wear their best friend they want to like that, and they're know? like... It's understandable, and I understand the concept and, and, and the idea of maybe um, Juval taking advantage of, of that situation where they can get more ratings and stuff like that. But then again, that's always been friends. It's nothing new. It's been going on since the mall days. You remember the mall? Yeah, I remember the mall. Alright, so, so, 
that's that's the, to me it was just original Prince. Yeah. I don't see to it as a game. Like, ah, they did it again. Yeah, that's the original Prince right there. You know, like, cool. they go to the mall and they set up battles. Yeah, that's it. They went to. I, those I got to dope. visit. Those were so dope because yeah, they dope. knew it was almost like it's almost like yo get your gang versus my gang and we're just gonna go to the mall and. Dude, it was that's awesome. incredible. Like Benji versus uh versus Junior. Junior. Yeah, that was crazy. I got to experience that when I went to uh, to uh, France 2005 for the first time. Me and Steph, we went to the mall and actually was there present watching people battle. You know what I'm saying? Like dudes that have grub like that had to have their beat. So so that's how it was, and yeah, that's was... how they kept it. I would love to get a little deeper into that, but I think we've gone <laughs> well past our right, target right, time. Right. One more thing, but, one more thing, one more thing. Shout out to my man Phantom, Brown Miami Entertainment. That's my brother right there. I met him in 2007, and you know, he's he's a dude that like he motivated me to uh, stay original, keep it going. You know what I'm saying? And, and stay fit and healthy. And yo, you know, he's the guy that's always like, dude, we're gonna be. 50 and do the same moves, I guarantee you. And I'm like, you're crazy, but I'm willing to try. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> That's like, a good you, you know what I mean? But it's it's all good. Yeah, big shout out to him, man. And, and he did very good out in um yeah outbreak, man. Made it to the finals. And you know, I know he got tired, time difference, and all that stuff. But yo, proud of that cat. And you know, there's a there's a, a lot more to come with me and him in the future. Definitely. Shout out to Phantom for real. Yeah. Yeah, he's been holding down. Definitely. He's been my crewman. Oh, that's so right. Oh, you know what's funny? My first battle ever, uh, the first competition I ever entered, was it wasn't at the Dollar Jam, it was at the Dollar Jam venue. I think that was Phantom's first battle ever, and he beat me. I'll never forget that, but I think that was both of our first ever sign-up battle in the competition. I actually got to battle Phantom, him being in Unique Style. It was one of the pro Oh, yeah, we won. Yeah, the pro that you guys won. Yeah. And, and it was you... It was you, Precise, Precise, so Jeromeski and Twix. Twix, yeah. yeah. That was, uh, that just, was a team. Just so you guys know, Max had a pretty big smile on his face. <laughs> that was a big deal. It was a big deal. It was a big deal. For us, growing up in, in, in South Florida, Miami area scene, and to win prom, the biggest jam, yeah, yeah. and it was still relevant. Mm -hmm. yeah. That was a big deal. We, yeah. we thought we were gonna get robbed. So I, I feel like we could talk all night. Oh, yeah. man, you've been, hey, you've been man. dope, man. I'm just trying to share. You're local, you know, and I think we'll have you back sometime for sure. Yeah, for sure. We'll, you want to touch on more things? Let me know. More often, for yeah, sure. Yeah, definitely a lot of great input. I think our, our listeners are really gonna enjoy this show. And uh, yeah, don't forget, if you have any more questions, always uh, you could always write comments on the blog. Uh, let us know. We want to hear from you guys. We want to make the show even better. And again, thanks to Omar for coming out here. Jolene, you too. Thank you guys. Oh, and nice. yeah. any shout outs? Shout outs myself. Well, everybody knows already the same as usual. You know what I'm saying? If I forget you, I'm sorry, like always. But uh, so give Spanish shout out. In Espanol? Spanish. Did you give oh, Spanish Spanish. Yeah, I gave, yeah, I thought you said in Spanish. Give him one more. And lastly, uh, don't forget, we got Art of War coming up this month of the 29th, as well as Breaking at the Beach. Our homeboys here in. Uh, it, uh, what was uh, Breaking at the Beach? Uh, definition of style. Oh, yeah. The homies yeah. are going to be putting that on. So, definitely for everybody. It's August 29th. I think a lot of people are going to be there. Uh, Art of War going down in San Antonio featuring uh, Ghost. Ghost is going to be performing. And like we've been saying for the whole month, Red Bull BC1. It's here. It's happening. That'd be an incredible event. 3,000 plus. I mean, I can't wait. It's, 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 I'm excited. I'm excited. And tired. I've been working too. Uh, and a quick shout out to the jam that Omo was mentioning that. Uh, Bebe will be at, at the 
potentially some battles might be going down. Breaks, yo, August 21st at the Peak Lounge. The old uh, but that's the day, that's a free party that we have to be at. That's the easy one. Well, yeah. we'll see what happens because I don't know how that, how long that goes. Yeah, that should be happening, and you know, that's uh. And they're gonna be playing some electro breaks, you know, come out. But if you guys are not being part of that, you know, they serve drinks. It's a, it's a regular yeah, club, yeah. you know what I mean? And got a good floor and all that stuff. And most of the Ground Zero members are gonna be there yeah, chilling. After after that's part. that could be the after after. And uh, we're gonna be out there. We're gonna keep it live. Um, cool, good, good show today, guys. And uh, quick shout out to, I guess, on my part, my 180 crew, Flipside Kings. You know what's up? Uh, Flayo for providing a majority of this music. That kid is. We want listeners. Why are you putting someone that has two years experience on making music? Yo, for, that's a good point. Two years experience and this kid bangs out with the. Yeah, beats. but you're not, not a music critic. You're not a music critic. We need some music critic. Why don't we get music Phoenix? And I criticize Why don't we get Phoenix? That's a real musician making real music. Again, shout out to Flayo. He got an album on <laughs> iTunes that he's produced. <laughs> yeah, uh, it's proficient. easy to produce. Look, I just made a beat. That was horrible. Don't no. ever do that again. <laughs> <laughs> uh, proficient. I'm just playing, Flo. You're okay. I'm not hating. Proficient. He probably doesn't even listen to the podcast. He's too busy. Yo, he puts his beats on, so he's here more. You than, put him on. Hey, they're on. He provides them. So uh, that album that I, on iTunes that Flo produced, Proficient, My Own Grid. Uh, how many people can say they're producing albums? And smoking hey. people worldwide. Can't get no more hip hop than <laughs> Flo. That's Flav. There you go. Yeah. That's Without me, hip hop. <laughs> as, as Max called him, the freshest kid. Uh, so Yo, he was really dope. He, he still is, is, but I thought he president. was better. I thought he was better. Topic for another day. Yeah. We'll see you next week, Flo. Everyone else, take care. All right, peace, peace. peace. peace.